I'm CJ Von Essen. I'm Alexa Zamora. And we will be watching every single comedy movie made in the year 2007. Oh seven. Oh seven. just pull it out you were like should you i'll i'll do it i guess no, I'll i literally it. did as soon as you press record i was like time to sing that was impressive thank you <laughs> welcome everyone <laughs> yes uh what you saying is correct this is the last musical in 2007 that we're going this is the wrapping up musical mania Woo! we just watched hairspray oh so good is it charms is it looks no it's hairspray. <laughs> and of course, guys, this is, we've been going through all the different musicals for the year 2007 in, to lead up. In preparation for. Cats. Cats! It's, it's coming, baby. It's, it's. It's in a week. It's, um, Starting to worry me a little bit how real this is becoming. In exactly a week, you're going to be in a theater watching Cats. Yes. And uh, I'm going the to be in a theater watching this. Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I know I know it's not a movie from 2007. That's what this podcast is no, all that's, about. No, that's is what we're, why we're here. But we have been talking about this. We have been For documenting, months. recording our reactions to the different updates of Cats. Since the, since the trailer came out. What was that, July? Yeah. We have to, we have to talk about, we have to see the movie and we have to talk about Cats for a full episode. So that's what's going to happen. That's next episode. That's next episode. Oh Today, God. Hairspray. Hairspray though, yeah. Definitely Hairspray. Next? Fucking Cats. Let's talk about Cats a little bit before we go into Hairspray. Just a little bit. Just another because cat update. A cat date, if you will. I don't want to date a cat. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, we started right before we started recording. Alexa was about to warn me because he is going to. I don't want to name drop the mall that he's going to to see this to see cats, but he's going to um, the most popular mall in our state on the day that Star Wars is opening. See, that's that's the most popular mall. Yeah, I did not I'm know pretty that. sure that's the most popular mall in our state. Whoa. It's definitely the biggest. Um, well, actually, until American Dream opens. Oh, now I just dropped where we live. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We live in New Jersey. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure it's it's the most popular and the, the biggest one in the state as of right now. Uh, I was telling CJ that I saw Avengers Endgame at that mall 
a week after Avengers Endgame opened, and it was fucking chaos. Really? There. Yes. When you, what do you mean when you say chaos? It was so packed, like jam-packed, dude. There were so many people. The line to get concessions was like halfway to the door. Like, it was popping and that was just with regular moviegoers now you're going to be amongst people who are dressed up as casual star wars people See, that's what i wanted to talk about because i didn't think about that until today yeah i'm gonna be <laughs> wait oh my god wait i'm gonna yeah, be walking really... in yes yes <laughs> this is so dawning upon me what's happening yes i'm going to be the one cat cosplayer in a sea of, of star wars cosplayers. of jedi i so i'm going to be on thursday the 19th the movie comes out the 20th, but movies do that weird thing where they come out the day before. The, the night, night before. Like, so this is going to be my very first time going to the first showing of a movie. You've never done that before? No. Oh no. my gosh. Cats is going to take that virginity from I can't believe it's taking me. that virginity from mm-hmm. you. And so at like 7 o'clock, okay. I will be uh, walking into the theater to see Cats with my cousin, who is actively choosing... Cats over Star Wars. Good for him. It's a mistake. <laughs> it, it is. That shows his love for you. So I, you really think I'm, we're going to be like in a sea You're going to be in a sea. Star Wars nerds. Of Star Wars nerds and a group of people that... Okay, you're going to have three, three groups of people seeing cats. You're going to have one, people that love musicals. Mm-hmm. Two, people who are seeing this movie ironically because it's fucking ugly. Mm-hmm. Three old people. Mm. Yeah. So I'm do you, I'm probably going to be the only one cosplaying. Oh, absolutely. Right? And when I say cosplay, I'm just dressing up as an old There's a crazy cat lady. Yeah. I love the blazer. Am I going to get like up. beat up? You no. think Star, they, Star Wars people wouldn't beat me up. They're a bunch of nerds. They but they do have lightsabers. They're not allowed to bring them to the theater. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I'm safe then. Yeah. I mean, if we were going to a Star Wars convention and you're walking in like crazy cat lady, I'm sure you'd get a lot of weird Meow. looks. Meow. But, but if you're just going to a movie, I'm sure people are just going to look around and be like, what are you cosplaying as? And you could be like, Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a different type of Wookiee. <laughs> I'm a crazy Oh, you don't know? Oh, you don't know? Oh, oh, you don't know the crazy cat Wookiee? Uh, I'm from the books. <laughs> Duh. Are you even a Star Wars I'm from, fan? I'm from the extended universe. I'm from the EU. Every time somebody tar- types out Star Wars EU, I know it's supposed to mean extended universe, but I'm like, what does Star Wars have to do with the European Union? <laughs> yeah, they helped Brexit. <laughs> That's what they helped. <laughs> the initial Star War. <laughs> oh my god. England actually, you know, separated... Into space. Into space. Yeah, they flew off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they put propellers on the bottom of their island and just took off into the sky. It's, it was quite beautiful, actually. There you go, yeah. yeah. So, Cats. So, I'm very excited for you to see Cats. I'm, I, and then I, for me really, to see Cats later. It's setting in for me that it's like exactly a week from now. I'm going to be in the theater. I'm going to be crying about Star Wars. Probably dressed like Kylo Ren. Even though I don't like his character, he's got a great sense of style. And you're going to be in Cats at the same time. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little nervous because, so, um, I've been talking about this at my work as well. Oh, God. And I have this ongoing discussion with my one coworker, 
he thinks that the movie is going to be terrible, which I agree. Yeah. But he also thinks it's not going to make any money. Which really? I disagree. I think oh, it's going to be gonna bad, but make money. Oh, it's going to make some good money. Right? Absolutely. Well, it's Oscar bait movie. It's Oscar bait. Like, he he doesn't think there's going to be butts in the seats. What? Does he not underestimate the free time and money that old people have? So do you think, okay, you do think at the place I'm going to, on the same night that Star Wars comes out, mm-hmm. do you think my theater will be packed? I don't know if it'll be... Mm. It is opening night of a movie, and I'm going to tell you this. When my mother and I wanted to see Downton Abbey, every theater was packed, and it had come out a couple days prior. And we were seeing a matinee. And again, we were seeing a matinee, and they were all packed because all of the movie theaters were filled with old people seeing the Downton Abbey movie. But that doesn't mean that it didn't make any money. Downton, Downton Abbey made a shit ton of money, and it wasn't even released in every theater. Mm-hmm. Cats is getting a wide release. Musical so, theater nerds love Cats. So, okay. I can expect people to be in the seats. I can expect Absolutely. a full audience. I get the full feel. Uh, You're going to get that energy that you get in a full theater where people like to laugh out loud. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. It's acceptable to do these things. I'm... I will just, when I see it, it's just going to be me screaming. Well, so when we see the first animated CGI'd cat, if I audibly groan, will people be there to... Oh, an old lady will probably yell at you. Okay, so I'm going to be keeping my mouth shut. Yeah, when I went to go see The Lion King over the summer, there was a... They played the Cats trailer beforehand, very appropriate. Uh, and when... Uh, Jennifer Hudson cat came on screen a guy a couple seats next to us went oh gross and then a old lady yelled at him (laughs) for it so you know what I'm so you saw the trailer in a movie theater yeah I saw Knives Out on Tuesday okay that's two days ago okay and I leaned over to my cousin like alright this next one's gonna be Cats was there no cats? They didn't. They did not play. They played cats before Frozen too. When I saw it, we got Star Wars, Ooh. but no cats. I think it depends on the theater too. You don't think the same people that are seeing Knives Out are going to see I'm, cats? I mean, I think they absolutely are. I think that's <laughs> the exact same demographic. The people that love to see Chris Evans in that cozy sweater oh. are definitely seeing cats. Am I going to see a furry? God, I hope so. You think I like? In full fursuit. I okay. I want it. I want this like laid down in audio law. If I see a furry in the theater, like not in the actual theater, like sitting down and all that, but like outside in the lobby, if I see a furry, Alexa, I swear to you, I will go up to them and I will try and speak. I'll try to contact. Please, please. At least take a photo. I don't know if the mic will pick up their voice through their... Through um, their head. Yeah. A furry can't be in a movie. How do they see I, it? Okay, do I they honestly, take it off? Wait, genuinely, I don't think they can be in full fursuit because you're not allowed to wear masks at that's, theaters. Yeah. So, so you might meet a low-key furry that's got the yeah, tail and Maybe like ears. face paint. Maybe. What if you see somebody in full cat's cosplay? I, I'm starting to really regret that this is just an only audio medium. What if you... What if you see... Oh, God. See, 
it's really occurring to me that there's a very real chance that you could see somebody in a cat spandex suit. Now, uh, okay, so I'm picturing someone in a cat spandex suit mm-hmm. on the ground getting kicked by a bunch of people in brown bathrobes and <laughs> brightly colored An sticks. All out brawl. And against... here comes me, <laughs> Carol, <laughs> the crazy cat lady who's gonna save her little kitten. How dare you kick her? And then you look out and you're like, Hey! Hey! What are you doing? Get out of there! Go on, go see your sci-fi! We're going to go see art! You don't even know what art is if it slapped you in the face! I'm going to go see a cat orgy. What are you gonna see? Fuck. I can't believe this is a week from now. I really feel like we've been talking about it for so long that it's it doesn't feel like it's coming. It doesn't feel like it's here. Yeah, yeah. And it you know it's it's bad when this is on the front of your mind more than like the holidays. Oh yeah. Like I'm not even thinking about that really. No. Cause after after cats, what is there? Christmas? I can't. We're going to get the re- the reviews for Cats. We're going to... Oh, my God. I can't... I don't want to... So, I don't want to disclose where I work or the company that I work for, but I will say that uh, at work, we have these, like, digital signs. They're, they're like, big screens that we have, like, um, movie posters and stuff that we advertise and, like, goings-on in the office and stuff like that. And for several months, I've been tormented by uh, by a cat's post, an animated cat's poster. It used to just be one. Now there animated. are several animated. animated, as in like they're it's moving, like it's a moving poster. Like uh... like they're gently floating across the screen. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that is um. Like I'm just trying to have a good day at mm-hmm. four o'clock in the morning when my shift starts, and I look over and I'm like, oh. There's James, there's James Corden cat gently floating across the screen in my peripheral vision. I think we should end uh, our cat's discussion before we go into Hairspray on one final note. Yeah. Um, there is a chance Okay. that after I see the movie, mm-hmm. uh, a couple days later, I will... <laughs> I will... Um, I will see the movie again. He's, I'm basically forcing CJ to see it with me because nobody that I know will understand or appreciate exactly why I'm seeing this movie and but CJ. We're running the numbers in our head, and it looks like I will be the only person <laughs> at that point in time, maybe for like a couple... You're in like the 10th percentile. Not even. No, it has to be low. To be percentile. We're talking about how many people have seen are going to be seeing cats in twice. one weekend in the same weekend. Oh my god! Because listen, when I was in high school and Les Mis came out, also directed by Tom Hooper, um, Les, like me and my friends saw Les Mis in the theaters like three or four times. Alexa, I'm thinking about my own life right now, <laughs> and I can't tell you a movie I've seen. Back to back, that close. Like, I don't think I could either. I've seen, like, not not just a few days, like maybe a month, seeing the same movie. But I'm gonna be watching this 
incredible uh, masterpiece twice. And then I will be able to ascend to the heaven, just like the cats will at the end of the movie. You're going, oh, what is it called? Cat heaven? Kevin. Kevin. You're going to ascend to Kevin. I get to meet Kevin. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Kevin Smith. Sure. Okay. Now, we got that out of our system. Feel good. We're getting excited. I hope you guys are excited. Let's move on. And talk about hairspray. Oh my gosh, hairspray was so good. I'm a hairspray stan, I gotta say. Yeah. I have to say, I love hairspray. I apparently, I saw hairspray in on Broadway uh, before I saw the movie. Turns out, as I'm trying to go through my memories and like look at the cast that I saw at the time, I also saw it in 2007. So I had double the hairspray, double the fun that year. Yeah, you. Yep. That's a two coat apply. Yeah, know. and I had a star-studded cast. I had Alexa Vega as Penny. I had uh, some guy named Angel something. He had like three names. He was apparently on American Idol. I remember other people were very excited oh, about him. You're thinking about here. Simon Cowell. Uh, oh yeah. Of yeah. Course, of yeah. Course, of course. Uh, I remember like my friends were like so excited that he was on it. I never watched American Idol growing up, so I could care what? less. Yeah, no, I was an American Idol fan. That is surprising. Yeah. My family, it was like a weekly thing. You sit down and you watch them try and sing. We would watch like the auditions and then that's it. Like. Yeah, but like kind of the same. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then Taven Campbell was in it as Seaweed, a.k.a. fucking Powerline from a Goofy movie, my favorite Disney movie. Very exciting. And then I think like... Somebody else was in it, too. It was a star-studded cast. I was very... When I was, like, researching it, I was like, wait, this person was in it, too? Like, it's very good. And I never saw it. He never saw it. Not a wink. Not even the, the, the movie? Not, yeah, it's another one of those movies. There's going to be so many in that, like, apparently... I guess... That you've seen... You again? I was 10. You were 10. Yeah, I feel like Hairspray was a little bit too old for you at that point. Yeah, but... It, I. It's another one where I was completely blind while Alexa is a veteran. <laughs> so, let's go into the plot. Into the plot. This movie has a lot of themes of uh, racism, of fat phobia, of white privilege, of a crazy Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> um, all while singing and dancing. All while singing and dancing. The m- movie opens up with this song that Tracy sings. Tracy Turnblad is our main character. She is a chubby young teenager who sings about how much she loves growing up in the city of Baltimore. And as it's happening, she's talking to strangers. She's feeding rats on the street. She's riding on garbage trucks. And you just think, this is white privilege, this song. (laughs) Because she's living in 1960s well, Baltimore. Okay, you just said she's riding on garbage trucks. To explain that, uh, she, she was singing and not paying attention, and she misses her school bus. Yes. And so instead, she stands in the middle of the street, flags down a garbage truck, and then convinces him to be able to give her a ride. Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. Uh, and it's kind of funny because she's like, everybody's so nice in Baltimore, and we're all friends. And I'm like... Yeah, you are. (laughs) Uh, And then she gets to school. 
she daydreams about being a dancer on the Corny Collins show, which is like a local TV show. So, the Corny Collins show is a local TV, but I don't, I don't get that part to me. Maybe you can. It is a TV show comprised of high school students from the same high school. From the Baltimore, I guess, high school, yeah. But, and it's live, just like in the city. Yeah, well, I mean, most shows uh, were live like that in the sixties. And it, it just doesn't make sense for me. It was kind that of high weird school. that, like, at, at one point, um, Tracy and her friend Penny, played by Amanda Bynes, are like running down the street because they gotta catch the new episode of the Corny Collins show. But like, their fellow classmates are in the show. So like, what do they leave school early every day? I guess they did. It was the sixties. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And they also idolize these castmates. Yeah, like they like, were movie star. Yeah, actors. like they like they come on the screen and they're like screaming like they're celebrities, but like. They have history together, like like history class, not yeah, history, yeah. like <laughs> not literally, not yet at least, not yet. Um, so yeah, that, that was kind of a strange thing. Uh, but on the Corny Collins show, there's uh, of the twenty kids in the original musical, there was only ten kids, ten nicest kids in town. Mm-hmm. They upped it to twenty in the movie. That's too many kids. That's a lot. That's too many nice children. In town. Uh, t- those TLC shows where they have the big families. That's the Duggars. Yeah, yeah the Duggars. Yeah, they only even... have 19 kids. I was going to say, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. They only have 19 kids. They knew when to stop. <laughs> no, they didn't. They had to stop. They physically had to tell Mama Duggar, please stop or you'll die. Oh, no. Yeah, no, she can't have no more kids. That's bad for her and for babies. Yeah. Then again, like, I mean, I don't like the Duggars, but, like, 19 is such an irritating number. No, you know what happened, actually? <laughs> she could have she could have popped up some more. What actually happened is they ran out of names that began with J. <laughs> That's what happened. Also, one of the sons was a pedophile. Another good point why yeah. to not have more yeah. kids. Stop churning out the pedophile. Mm. Oh, hot takes about the Duggars, I guess. Yeah, we hey, we're not afraid to shy away. Yeah. We speak the truth. Yeah. Come at us. We can take all We can take on every Duggar. Yo, I could totally yeah. <laughs> Yo. Especially as a team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Us versus the Duggars? We could kick their ass. We could kiss their kick their stupid asses. Their stupid J asses. Their yeah. jasses. Ooh. <laughs> anyway. Hairspray. <laughs> Hairspray. <laughs> Uh, Courtney Collins is played by James Marsden, whomst? Was the prince in Enchanted. Yes. I don't remember his name. Prince Edward. Edward, thank you. Yes. He's beautiful as always. There's a lot of beautiful men in this movie. James Marsden, Zac Efron, guy who plays seaweed. Guy who plays seaweed. I don't remember his name. It's okay. Very handsome, though. Uh, And so, uh, the main character. Yep. She wants to be on the show. She wants to be a star. She doesn't want to be a laundry lady like her mother is. Her mother is played by John none Travolta. other than John Travolta. <laughs> oh, yes. And her father's played by Christopher Walken, so what a pair. What a... Like, that is just... 
imagine being raised by those two. Honestly, like, John Travolta didn't want to do this movie. They finally got him to sign on. And then he's like, by the way, I'm going to recommend all these people to be in this movie. So, like, he recommended Christopher Walken. He recommended Michelle Pfeiffer. Really? He was like, I want all these people in the movie with me. And it's also funny because John Travolta was in Greece and Michelle Pfeiffer was in Greece too. Oh. I yeah. have not and probably will never see Greece 2. Greece 2, not good. All right. Yeah, it's not great. But... So let's let's get a little bit more into Jonathan Travolta yeah. and the voice he decided. To, this boy has some accent. Oh my god, the craziest accent! He apparently wanted to do an uh, authentic a- Baltimore accent. But I don't know one human being on this planet that speaks the way he does, let alone a Baltimore native. Could we replicate it at some like what what? When give, he, give me something. When he was like, when he was like, I left the R and on. Yes, the R and on. Or what was the other one? Um, I'm tired. Tar- I'm rubbing elbows with toy polloi. <laughs> when he said, Yeah, he just never closed his mouth. He just he always talked like this. It's like a midwestern <laughs> trying to speak a British accent. I guess no. That's, no, I lost. That's it not there. even there. That wasn't it's there. not even there. It, we don't. I, we can't. It's so it's, inexplicable, and it like comes and goes. Yes. It's like the great. I don't. It was definitely a choice. It was definitely <laughs> a choice. He made a choice. I, if he had fun, I guess that's all we can. It's ask. like they put so much prosthetics on his face that like his face was frozen and like he couldn't. Yeah, the world almost, words sometimes. Almost when you had so much Botox, yeah. you can't express. Yes, yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. His face was incredibly smooth in this movie, like upsettingly smooth. It's just chiseled. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Chiseled. At all. It was like you're, gonna use, you're gonna it was use like the word marble. chiseled no, to thinking, describe John Travolta so, playing the no, woman. I'm just thinking, woman. like you know, like like how marble skin is just like the skin of a marbled. Uh, well. You're the skin digging, of a marbled yeah, statue what? is so perfect. Sure. And smooth. So you're saying that's John Travolta's... It's, it was upsettingly smooth. Playing Edna. It was... He had upsettingly smooth You are skin. comparing Edna, his played skin, by John Travolta, as a marble statue. His skin was just so smooth and perfect, and it was upsetting. It was unnatural. I didn't like how smooth his skin was. I have a thing, against, I guess, against smoothness because I had this problem last week when we were talking about Idris Elba cat and he just looked more smooth than he should have on his fur. You like a rough person. I guess so. You like the bad boy. I like I like a I like a Harrison Ford kind of type, you know? Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones kind of scruffy. Mm-hmm. You, you you know your way around a Star Wars. <laughs> I know my way around a, a Han Solo. I would say. Chewbacca. Oh, he's yeah. not smooth at all. <laughs> no, he's quite furry. Yeah. He's taken, though. He's know. got a you, wife and a child. You don't like C-3PO. I mean, I, I do- like him as a person. Yeah, but he's I too guess. smooth for he you. Is, he's just way too Way too smooth. He's way too smooth. I also I don't even think I could do Luke either. He's too much of a goody two-shoes. So smooth personality-wise, too. Mm. I'm, I'm learning. Down. I'm like, learning. Yeah, I like Leia, though. Is she smooth? She's not smooth. Oh, no, well, there you go. She's rough with person. We know your type. Yeah. <laughs> not <right>. smooth. <laughs> not not rough. Not rough. You don't like a rough... Not necessarily rough. Rugged. Just not smooth. Rugged. A little little bump here little and there. <laughs> never hurt nobody. Yeah. A little, a little peak in the mountaintop. John Travolta had 
poor John Travolta had so much prosthetics on him. He had prosthetics, like, from his face to his neck, and then on his arms, and then on his legs. Like, the man was prosthetic up. I think I read that he was, like, the thinnest Edna to ever portray Edna. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, let's go continue on with the plot. Okay. So... Tracy gets her chance to be on the show. Yes, because one of the girls is leaving for just nine months. <laughs> and they left it at that. And That's it. Was it. So funny for it to be said on live TV. <sighs> how long? How how long are you leaving the show? Just nine months. Mm-hmm. So what happens when those nine months are over? Tracy's out. Like. <laughs> oh, not anymore. Not well, after guess, yeah. what they saw. Yeah. So auditions happen, mm-hmm. and it's Tracy. And just a few others. A few others. Penny doesn't do it, right? No, she's just there to watch. And I thought the auditions were fine. It was nothing. It was, it was nothing. It was uh, step, it was step, 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 mashed potato. Mambo. Mashed potato. Yeah. yeah they they said it was mashed potato. So, well, yeah, that's the that's the dance. Is the mashed potato? Okay. Yeah. Do you not know the mashed potato? No, uh, obviously not. No. Thank you. Twist. Oh. oh, yeah. It was twist, 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 mashed potato, mambo. That's so easy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Anyway. Continue. Very easy. And Michelle Pfeiffer's there. And she, like, runs. She, like, is a co-producer of the television show, I guess. Because she was Miss Hairspray. Yes. Or Miss Baltimore. She was Miss Baltimore Crabs. Miss Baltimore Crabs. Yes. She, uh, when she was... A young woman. She basically uh, screwed all the judges, uh, and she fixed the competition. And she won a pageant called Miss Baltimore Crabs, and she still is very proud of that title. And now she forces her daughter Amber to also be a terrible bitch. <laughs> yep, that is darn tootin'. That's darn tootin'. So she basically dances with all of the nicest kids in town and threatens. The- the people auditioning, and just basically tells them all to get out. And so, uh, Tracy doesn't make it. Thinking about the song, sorry. You're good. Such a good song. Do you want to sing it? Miss Baltimore Crabs. And then she's like, she's like, (laughs) they literally tell tell Tracy that the show's not filmed in CinemaScope. That's so mean. (laughs) Yeah, that's rough. They were, and the thing Tracy that I love about her character is that she never gets down like there are constantly people throwing obstacles in her way and she's like you know I'm just gonna smile in the face of adversity yeah I appreciate that yeah she's such an inspiration truly she's so happy with who she is yeah and she continues on with her life yes and um gets into detention she gets into detention she gets detention because she uh is late to oh because she cut class that's right she cut class to go to the auditions it's actually so much happens in this movie but everything there's nothing that ever really happens for no reason like this is a very seamless story which is it was i mean considering i mean as much as i love high school musical too there were just so many things yeah that were happening Mm -hmm. um because she cut class to go to the auditions for Corny Collins, she had to sneak back into class and her, I almost said her professor, as if she's not in high school, her geography teacher uh, notices her, who, by the way, the actress who played the geography teacher also made a 
an unlisted cameo in Dewey Cox. So there we go. Another connection. Uh, She catches her and she gives her detention. So then Tracy goes to detention and apparently it's only black students who get sent to detention. And the place is like a nightclub. It's like a nightclub. Everybody's dancing. Everybody's having a good time. I'm like, damn, I wish detention in my school was like this. Instead, it was just filled with very scary teenagers. Did you ever go to detention in high school? <laughs> I was so, I was too good. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I was such a little bitch. Um, no, I just was able to talk myself out of all of my problems, which ah. I can still do to this day. But I actually had to take a makeup test um, for my biology class. And my teacher also ran the detention after school. So to take up, take my makeup class, he was like, oh, just come to detention and you can sit there and yeah, take the okay. take the test and there were kids in there whom i have never seen in my life hmm. i had never seen these kids i was like i don't know who they are they were yelling they were like throwing chairs across the room and the teacher is just there like he's and he was like this my biology teacher was like this very low-key like sir he literally was a surfer dude and he kind of sounded like crush from finding nemo and like <laughs> This kid, say his name was like Mike, and he's like throwing chairs. He's like, I don't want to fucking be here anymore. And he's like, hey, come on, dude. Just like, Mike, let's let's take it down a notch. And I'm like, Mike's not taking it down a notch. There's like some girl in the back. She's like smoking a cigarette in the back. I'm like, what is happening? What are we doing here? Anyway, that was my only, uh, my only threat with detention. Also, I got lunch detention once because, again... Went to go take a makeup test in another class. Hey everyone, uh, this is uh, future CJ. I'm currently editing this podcast the, uh, right now. Just want to let you know that uh, I'm removing about 30 minutes of audio of uh, Alexa and myself just going back and forth swapping high school stories. I don't think they're really necessary in this fun little podcast about 2007 comedies. Yeah. So, back to hairspray. My Italian teacher, whom I had from 7th grade, 7th, 8th, ninth grade, and she was also just in the building. Because um, she got moved from middle school to high school. Years after I graduated high school, she went to jail for tax evasion. <laughs> 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 Is that the story? Yes. Is that it? She also... <laughs> to our class one day <laughs> so there were two italian teachers there was one the sweet old lady who who went to jail for tax evasion <laughs> two the very cool young italian teacher who was like in his mid-20s who was very chill one day she comes in to visit our class we're goofing off as we usually mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. um just as a side note, you know the, that one video where it's a guy and he's he's bald and he's dancing like this and he just goes, I knew about that years prior. His name is Vitas, and we would watch videos of him all the time because he looked like our Italian professor or our Italian teacher. Anyway, our very old sweet Italian lady comes into our class as we're doing busy work, and she goes. What's a chode? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And we go, what? <laughs> and our cool teacher, I remember, I don't know why I can't remember his name right now, goes, what? <laughs> and she goes, a pro- one student 
called another student a chode. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and he had to pull her to the side and tell her. That is amazing. And then she got arrested for tax evasion. The more we keep talking, the more stuff is going to come back and surface my memory. I Dangerous. once bought a Sarah Palin mask at a garage sale for $3. <laughs> and this is when I was friends with my Italian teacher. We're not friends anymore. Oh, no. But she told me, hey. This segment of the podcast has been redacted. The information portraying is not true and not needed for this episode. It has been cut. You will now be joining us afterwards. Enjoy. So CJ, was your detention kind of like a party like this? No. No, it wasn't. Moving on. Great. Anyway, the detention that Tracy goes to is like a huge party with exclusively black people and she's like i don't see color let's dance and she meets seaweed who is uh the son of queen latifah what's her real what's her name in the show motormouth maybell motormouth yes. that's right yes yes motormouth yes maybell i believe it is mm. um queen latifah yes she, he's the son of queen latifah who hosts their monthly, Corny Collins' monthly Negro Day. The last Thursday the of last every Thursday month. The last Thursday of every month. Oh, and she's yeah. the host of it. And so Seaweed, he's got the music in him. He loves to dance. You've got the music, music in me. me. Uh, he loves to <laughs> dance. And he's got, he's got different kinds of dance moves. Oh, yeah. He says that one dance move is to attract the opposite sex. And Tracy's totally in, in into it. She's mm-hmm. like, I love this kind of dancing. I love this energy. Everybody here is so cool. I love detention. And truthfully, I would love detention too. If it, was it was a party. Like it yeah. was a party every day. So she gets detention. The next day, I guess, or the fall in the future, Corny Col- the Corny Collins show... Corny Collins and his nicest kids all host a dance at their high school. So the dance floor is literally divided by a rope between the white students and the black students. Which is not okay. It's definitely not okay. No. So Tracy goes in with Penny. Link, who is Zac Efron, is singing some songs. And she sees seaweed dancing and she's like we should dance together we should do your dance and he's like i don't think that's a good idea tracy and she's like but it's your dance i'm not gonna do it without you and he's like it's just not our place to do it tracy so she just starts dancing and doing seaweed's moves seaweed is all proud of her and whatever and everybody notices how cool and hip her dance moves are Including Link, who's like, mm-hmm. wow, she's so hot. And Corny Collins, who's like, wow, she's so talented and she could be a breath of fresh air to this show. So he hires her as the newest member of the nicest kids in town. Yay! Yay! And Penny is running down the street. She's like, Mrs. Turnblad, Mrs. Turnblad. And John Travolta's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was really good. Thank you. That was really good. And then they turn on the TV, and she's like, look, it's Tracy. And Tracy's got a new hairdo. She's got yeah. some blonde highlights. She's doing the dance. She's, like, in the middle of the whole dance on TV. And John Travolta and Christopher Walken are so proud of her that she's, like, making it big. And now she's becoming, like, the most popular member of the nicest kids in town. And everybody's buying wigs to look like her and posters and fans and whoopee cushions. And for local TV. For local TV, which, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess in the 60s, was that big? Was local TV, like, really big enough? I mean, uh, Baltimore's a big city. I think maybe. So I guess. I guess. I don't know. I, I guess we should have asked somebody from who lived through the 60s. Or not. Or not. Um, so she becomes a big star, and uh, Amber, who is the daughter of Miss Baltimore Krabs, she can't handle it. She sees that Link is kind of into her. The Michelle Pfeiffer's character, Miss Baltimore Krabs, whose name is Velma, she's not into it. She's like, I want that fat girl off my show. And Courtney Collins is like, you can go. Fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, and at one point when um, John Travolta and uh, Christopher Walken and Penny are watching Tracy for the first time, Penny goes, "She's gonna be, she's gonna be a regular on the show." And John Travolta goes, "Like, imagine my little girl finally, finally regular." regular. <laughs> <laughs> a great line. It was good. It was and a then, good one. Courtney Collins, after she does the dance and everybody loves her, Courtney Collins interviews her on the show and he's like, if you could wish for one thing, what would you wish for? And she goes, I wish every day was Negro Day. And everybody's like, <gasps> how dare she Whoa. call for integration? Uh, and then the, the, I guess the head of the channel is like, I want that chubby communist girl off this show. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Um, and then where are we? And so, uh, there's a plan hatch to get the chubby communist girl off the show. Yes. Which involves simply uh, the one girl, the daughter of Miss uh, Baltimore. Baltimore Krabs. To have her go into repeat detention. Yes. By saying that she wrote a note that had the one other teacher look like he had boobs. Yes. Or that she was saying other stuff on the And so she gets back. sent to detention, which she's a regular at detention. There's actually a shot at one point where they're showing like a montage of how popular she is. Is that everybody's now trying to get into detention to hang out with her and with all the other kids in detention. And there's like people like giving detention slips and they're like, let me in. Like yeah, it's a yeah, club. Yeah. I thought that was really cute actually. It was such a weird circumstance. It was such a weird circumstance, but I thought it was really cute. Um, so then I got lost. And then we get to the point where there's oh. the seduction. Yes, so, well, Tracy gets sent to detention, Link gets mad that Amber is basically bullying her, so he stands up, and the teacher is like, can you, Mr. Link, tell me what Henry VIII said? And Zac Efron goes, kiss my ass, and then everybody who loved High School Musical at that point goes, oh my god, Zac Efron just cursed. The angel boy. The angel boy. I mean, yes. listen, we were all kids at the at this point. We had only seen him in High School Musical. So when he said, kiss my ass, we were like... <gasps> that was a big deal to you. That was a big deal. Yeah. So he goes to detention with her in solidarity and kind of like a I'm Spartacus kind of thing. Uh, and then he meets 
seaweed and that mm-hmm. whole gang of people and he tries to fit in by doing his weird white people dancing yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. like okay nerd uh and then he's like okay okay i guess this isn't you know the scene and whatever but he tracy's like nah guys he's cool uh and so oh my gosh i keep getting lost That's and so they up. get invited to go back to seaweeds oh yes house which is seaweeds also a record like, show yes he's like my mother is hosting a party if you want to come over and link's like is it gonna be safe for us and they're like seaweed's like listen it's safer there than we are here true so they go to this party and queen latifah is serving all kinds of food and everybody's just dancing and having a good time and queen latifah sings about how she's big blonde and beautiful and this whole song about eating food I love that song. Every time, especially now that my blonde hair is starting to come back, I'm like eating. I'm like, I'm big, blonde, and beautiful. That's and how I wish to be known. Then the biggest of them all, Edna, comes in. Edna comes in and she's like, Tracy. <laughs> you got the voice. Tracy, you gotta come home. I left the iron on. <laughs> And she's like... And then Queen Latifah convinces she's like, Edna. Why don't you stay? We have all of this food. And Edna's like, is this, is this braised? And then she eats all the food. And then she and Queen Latifah bond about how big blonde and beautiful they are. Also in all of this, uh, Tracy gets offered to be... Uh, a spokesperson for a clothing company um, called Mr. Pinky's Hefty Hideaway. And it's like a plus-sized women's clothing store. Yeah. It's so great. And um, Tracy convinces her mother to go with her, and she's like, Hey, Mama, welcome to the 60s. Because apparently your mother hasn't left the house in 10 years. Right, Edna? (laughs) Uh, And the two of them go to Mr. Pinky's, who's played by... Jerry St- Jerry Still Jerry Stiller. Yes. It's not Jerry Seinfeld. No. <laughs> Jerry Stiller, uh, who was in the original hairspray movie in the 80s, and he makes this weird noise where he's like, Hello, I'm, I'm Mr. Pinky. And and John Travolta's like, Mr. Pinky from Mr. Pinky Tefty Hideaway. <laughs> and Mr. Pinky's like, Huh? <laughs> kind of like a like a, a, a Mickey Mouse that's been smoking for ten years. He's like, huh? It's very strange. <laughs> oh um, God! So Edna's got a brand new look. She's starting to feel more comfortable in her skin. She eats all this food, and then Queen Latifah's like, ah. She reveals that she threw this party because the Corny Collins show is getting rid of Negro Day. Yes. And everybody gets all upset, and they're like, that's ridiculous. I can't believe you're do- they're doing this. And Tracy's like, well, and we gotta fight back. And Link is like, hey, I don't think I can follow you into this adventure because, like, the night of... I've been doing this for three yeah, years. I've been doing this for three years, and there's gonna be talent agents there at, like, the big pageant show. And, you know, this is about my future. And Tracy's like, okay, but this is about equal rights. Mm. and Link's like I just don't know if I can follow you into this and she's like all upset and then Edna's like it's fine he was a jerk 
And then the two of them go home after everybody decides that they're going to protest protest the cancellation of Negro Day. And then they go home. Tracy goes to bed. Edna's like, I'm horny. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't really have any connection to the plot. She's like, I, well, in an attempt of trying to get... Uh, Tracy off the show, Amber calls Edna and is like, this is Mike. And they're like, Mike who? And she's like, it's Mike. It's Mike. And she pretends to be some guy named Mike and she's like, your daughter's at a party that's filled with turpentine. And so that gets Edna to yeah, the party. Yeah, so that gets Edna to the party and Miss Baltimore Krabs is like, my plan of attack is I'm going to dress up all sexy and try to seduce Christopher Walken, Tracy's dad, because one of these two things is going to get Tracy's mom to never let her go on the show again. Mm -hmm. So they come home. Edna puts on this hot outfit. She's like, all of this food got me ready to fuck. And it's strange. And Michelle Pfeiffer is in the joke shop that Christopher Walken owns. The Hardy Har Hut. The Hardy Har Hut. And she's trying. She's openly like, Christopher Walken, I want to fuck you. And Christopher Walken's like, do you want another joke? <laughs> this is the day that Alexa gets to try out all of her celebrity impressions, yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm just sitting back and watching the movie again right Thank now. Thank you. He's like, he's like, how oh, about some, uh, some x-ray glasses? <laughs> and Michelle Pfeiffer is like, you don't need x- x-ray glasses to see what's underneath here. And he goes, yeah, because the Three dollar joke. <laughs> Your head is moving so, so powerfully when you're doing that voice. A three dollar joke. Three dollar joke. And he like, he's like, you need a man. And she's like, I do need a man. And he's like, how about you give him some Belgian chocolate shit? <laughs> Opens a box. <laughs> Open a box of like fake poop. And she's like, how charming. And she's got a whole bag of fucking jokes that he's selling her. And finally, she and Edna sing separately, obviously, a reprise of Big Blonde and Beautiful. Um, and she, Edna comes downstairs. She's like, I'm feeling sexy and horny because I ate so much food. And Christopher Walken's like, I'm just trying to make a sale. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Michelle Pfeiffer is like throwing herself, li- like literally throwing herself on top of Christopher Walken. And she's like, oh no, your wife, you said she wouldn't be home. And like pretends that they're like, you know, in the middle of an affair. Yeah. And Edna's like, how dare you do this? <laughs> and so she's upset. And she's upset. And Christopher Walken's like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know what I was doing. So then, uh, Tracy is like, how does, how does Tracy find out it was all a ruse? She just knew. She just knew. Yeah. Tracy just knows because she's level headed and she goes, obviously you wouldn't cheat on mom. She's like, so I think that the two of you should talk it out. Oh, and Christopher Walken has this great line delivery where he goes, he like has Tracy like sit on his lap, not in a weird way, in like a in like a fatherly way. And he goes, little girl, little girl. 
And is that the good delivery? That's it? That's it. That it's was his, it? He oh. has another one, doesn't he? I don't... He has. He just has like a weird way. He's like, little girl. And I'm like, what are you... He just says it apropos of nothing. It's very strange. Uh, and Tracy's Everything like, that man does is strange. It's true. Everything. Everything he does is so strange. His hair... I was telling CJ, his hair is... Um, <laughs> His hair just looks like that. In the movie, it's not styled to look like the 60s. That's how Christopher Walken has styled his hair since he was a young man. Because one time, he's, the first time he ever saw Elvis Presley, he was like, that's the most beautiful man I've ever seen, and I have to look exactly like him. And he's been styling his hair like Elvis Presley his entire life. And he also starred in a one-woman, or one-woman, a one-man show that he wrote... Uh, that was on Broadway about Elvis Presley's life. You didn't tell me that. Yes, I just remembered. He's a big Presley boy. Oh no, he's the he's the biggest Presley boy there is. Oh my god. Yeah. So he's got okay. that Presley haircut, and Tracy's like, you know, for people in the world like Queen Latifah and Seaweed and Seaweed's little sister Inez, who one day also wants to be on the Corny Collins show, and also people like me and Mom, we're going to face adversity in this world because we don't look like how everybody else does. But instead of letting it go to our, letting it take us down, we're just gonna have to fight against it and rise above it. And I'm like, I'm fucking inspired. I'm ready to take on this world, Tracy. Thank you. So that also inspires Christopher Walken to go up and apologize to John Travolta and they have a song together where they're like, you're timeless to me. <laughs> and Christopher Walken... You're doing like, it! <laughs> you're doing it! One more time! <laughs> you're green with it! You're green with it, that's it. Yeah. That's the video. You're green with it! You're green with it! Don't get me started on your green. All right, so uh, John and and Christopher, they they have, dance. They have some sexy time. They have very. They have some sexy time. They have a couple costume changes. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's, yeah, it's meant to be a strange number, but when you listen to the lyrics, like it's kind of cute. And I'm like, I hope I'm like that one day when I'm old with whoever I'm married to. Like there you, you know, yeah. time. They. I like the one line. I don't know. I don't remember the exact words off the top of my head right now, but they're like, our secret is that time isn't our enemy. It's our friend. Yeah. And we embrace getting old and getting fat and getting weird. And I thought that was kind of nice. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. They protest. They protest. Edna comes in the room. She's like, Tracy, everything's fine again. Me and your father. Now, now I've really gotten worse. It's gotten worse. I don't um, think it can get worse. It's oh, just different. It's just different. Just like what John does. Yes. Every time he opens his mouth, it's a new accent. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, everything's fine. Your father and I made up. She lifts the covers. Tracy's gone. She's missing. She's missing. So where is she? She went to the protest. <gasps> and they're singing, what was the chant? Oh, you can't you can't ask me that. I don't uh, know. I don't remember. It's okay. She went to the protest. She went to the protest. And she's on the front lines with Queen Latifah and Seaweed, and they're protesting, and then Queen I mean not Queen Latifah. Two, four, six, eight, it is time to integrate! Yes! I did it! Oh, that was yes! so good! My memory came back to Or me. is it TV's gotta integrate? Shh. Let okay. me have 
this. Okay. Please. It's fine, it's fine. It's CJ got it! Yeah. CJ got it! <laughs> CJ remembered a thing! I'm very proud of him. Thanks. <laughs> and then uh, Edna's like, she's at the protest. So Edna goes to the protest, tries to pull her away from the protest, instead gets also brought to the front yeah, lines of the roped protest. In. Yeah. Roped in, she's protesting protesting being at the protest the entire time so then they get stopped by the police and the police are like you and your friends ain't going nowhere and queen latifah's like oh really and she tries to talk to him and tracy's like hey you can't be rude and queen latifah's like it's fine let me talk to them i'm the adult and then the police officer's being super rude and being like you're kind doesn't belong here so then tracy (laughs) hits him gently on like the back him. of the head. She bo- she bops him a little bit on yeah, the head yeah. with a sign. And he's like, you assaulted a police officer. And she's like, no, I didn't. Not to get political, but this seems very timely for what's happening right now. It's like you sneeze in the direction of a police officer during a protest. And he's like, did you try to kill me? And you're like, no. He's like, you tried to kill me with influenza. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, a riot basically happens Tracy runs to go get Penny because she's like, I need help. Which I'm now remembering in the musical version, she actually gets sent to jail. Oh. <laughs> yes, and Seaweed is like, Seaweed and Link are like, we gotta break this girl out of jail and they break her out of jail. That's a fun day version. Yes, and she has like a cute little like striped prison dress on. Ah, yeah. a dress. Yes. Of course. <laughs> it's a very campy show. I love it. Oh, oh, so oh, oh. she's, I, I'm excited for this next part. It's so weird. She goes... Penny's house. Yeah, and Penny is like trying to get her into this like nuclear Cellar? bunker. Yeah, a bunker. And then that she her gets... crazy Christian mother has made. And they get caught by the crazy Christian mother. Of course, who's played by Allison Janney, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. So Tracy leaves. Yes. And as punishment, the mother takes Penny and locks her in her room. Yes. With a uh, gospel record playing. Yes. Actually, no. Tracy doesn't leave. She locks oh. Tracy in the bunker, and but, she's like, "Don't touch Penny in my can yeah, yes, tuna." Yes. <laughs> and but she ties up Penny to the bed. Yes. I'm gonna say it one more time. The mother ties up her daughter to the bed with rope. It's kind of gross. <laughs> and then seaweed comes in seaweed through the window. Seaweed comes in and he's like, "We're gonna save the day!" And holy shit, is Penny and sea and seaweed ready to fuck at oh, any moment? There's not only sparks; it's like electricity there's in the air. Fireworks between them. Mm-hmm. They are like horny non fucking stop. This movie. So then, she's still tied up, and he she's goes still in for tied the up. kiss. He kisses her, and she's like. I knew you cared. And it's like, all right, Amanda Bynes. And so he's like, nothing will keep our love apart. And then he like, he tries to do the knots. He's like, except for these knots, was your mother a Navy SEAL? Which I'm pretty sure was from the music, was from the stage musical too. It was pretty good. So they sing a song that's like, without love. And Link goes to, uh, Tracy's house. And Edna's like, Tracy's not here. And... Link's like, he Link goes into her room? Yeah, it was weird. And then Tracy has a picture of herself in her room? I don't And then Link and the pictures sing to each other. And Link is like, I made such a mistake. I should have been at the protest with her. Now she's missing. And everything's bad. And I should have just protested. I I, I should have protested racism. 
Don't mm-hmm. be a racist is really just moral of the story. Yeah. So, uh, Seaweed breaks out Penny. He breaks out Tracy. Tracy's in the trunk of his car. Penny's lying underneath a blanket. Looking like she's doing a little something, something. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, the next day is the pageant. Yes. Right? For Miss Hairspray. For Miss Hairspray. And it's like a televised pageant, and everybody's been voting recently about who they want to be, Miss Hairspray. And we get to see a casino heist, basically. Yes. Basically. So Tracy calls her mother the night before. She's like, meet me at the, the television station. Wear something nice. Bring a disguise. Also put dad on the phone. We have a mission. And so this is what happens. It's the live show is being taped. The different girls are going one by one, getting their little time separately to dance while calls are going in. Yes. And we see that the Miss Baltimore is clearly She's cheating. fixing the competition yes and putting in extra ballots for her daughter to win the pageant in walks in edna yes trench coat bandana sunglasses you can't you can't you can't see her yeah Yeah, she looks like she looks like scooby-doo there's in the scooby-doo movie when they're trying to disguise them to get onto the plane oh yeah so she's in the audience she's planted yes next we have penny walks in too in her yes you so with with the mother, yes. we have um, cops alongside, inside and outside. Miss Baltimore kicks all the cops outside. Miss Baltimore's they can't... got a radio. She's like, tell me when Tracia comes. And so we have the next character. Yes. Uh, what was his name? Wilbur. Wilbur is the dad. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. He is apprehended by the police because he is dressed like his daughter. He is in full Tracy garb. He's even got makeup on. He's got a wig on. He's got the skirt. He's got the whole ensemble. So they capture him, kind of. They're outside. And then they realize on the walkie, Miss Baltimore's like, you fools, she could already be inside and you guys just locked yourselves out. Which they did because Seaweed and all of his friends barricaded all the doors with... uh, Chairs and wheels? Yeah, whatever they had. Whatever they had. So now the cops need to get inside because they think uh, Tracy is inside. Meanwhile, Seaweed pops his head out of the door while Christopher Walken is watching them. And he's like, hey, come over here. And Christopher Walken dances? Prances? Dances and prances overwards? And so he's in. The cops are out. The cops are trying to get inside. So what they do, they decide to get one of the big props outside, a big old can of hairspray, and use it as a barricade to get through the door. Boom, they're hitting the door. One more time. Put your back into it, boys. They're really trying. One, two, three. And they let him in. And Miss Baltimore Crabs is like, what took you guys so long? And he was like, well, we're sorry. They, they... Uh, hairspray can was heavy, and she goes, "How could they have? How could they be heavy? They're just empty." And she goes, "Oh shit! Dun, dun, dun. You guys carried her inside." They she- run over to the hairspray container, and it's empty. It's empty, and there's a little door there. Tracy came in the hairspray canister. She has infiltrated the premises. She's so awesome. And you just see weird shots, not to script, of her getting into another thing. Yes, and. Finally, they're wrapping up. The last person has just, the last woman has just danced her little time. And they are going to announce who is the winner of Miss Hairspray. And it's, and Courtney Collins is like, unfortunately, it's going to have to be. And before we can say Amber, down from the sky comes a spaceship throne. And Tracy 
is on it, boys. Wearing a white and black checkered dress, hair so flat. Oh my down. god, she's a checkerboard chick. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my gosh, she's wearing that. She's got 60s mod written all over her. The girl's looking so good. And she starts dancing her little heart out. And everybody's like, oh my god, it's Tracy. More phone calls are flushing in. And Link is like, oh my god, it's Tracy, thank God. And then everybody's cheering and Tracy's like, oh my gosh, Link, the, what's it called? The agents yes. are loving you right now. And uh, he's like, you know what? He's like, they're going to hate me in a second. And she's like, why? And he runs over to Seaweed's little sister, little Inez, and he's like, come dance with me. And she gets to dance on the Corny Collins show with Link. And everybody's like, oh, integration. And everyone's loving it. Everybody's loving it. The phones are going it. wild. The phones are going wild. Amber is throwing a temper, temper tantrum, and she jumps into the spaceship throne and she's like this is supposed to be my throne and my crown and then of course seaweed's friends see that and they're like we're just gonna lift her back up into the air so now she's stuck in the air she's watching all this happen she's getting upset she drops herself onto the ground and obviously hurts her ankle oh and also courtney collins at one point like whacks her in the face with his hand oh that was like a you felt that when yeah, you yeah, watched yeah, yeah. it yeah uh, so now everybody's getting on stage. Tracy's singing You Can't Stop the Beat. And uh, every Courtney Collins is like, everyone can come on stage and dance now, like the audience members. And uh, Edna's like, oh, I wish I could do it. And Christopher Walken's like, well, you're going to spend the rest of your life regretting that you didn't. And she's like, Okay, and, okay. She, and she sings her part of You Can't Stop the Beat about how much she loves herself, and everybody's like, we're loving this, and she's got this crazy dress on, and Penny comes out, and she dances with seaweed, and she's like, oh my god, she's a checkerboard chick, and the two of them, their sexual energy is just through the roof. Her Christian mom is Watching it back at home, yes. and so she goes to the TV screen and is trying to wipe away the black <laughs> yes. man seaweed. Yes, while the two of them are kissing on live television, like they're not just kissing, like they're they are Frenching, Frenching mm -hmm. on live television. That wasn't even okay to do in the sixties in general. It's just a party at this. It's point. a party. Everyone's dancing. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody's dancing. Courtney Collins is like motor mouth. We're going to dance together. So then she comes on. She does a verse of You Can't Stop the Beat. Queen Latifah's got this great dress on. As usual, she looks great in this entire movie. And then Corny Collins is like, we have to announce the winner of Miss Hairspray. <laughs> it's Lilina Stubbs. And everybody's like, oh my god. It was such a cute little button on the end of it. Yeah. And he's like, which means... That she's now the lead dancer on the Corny Collins show, which means that the Corny Collins show is now officially integrated. Woo! Woo! They solved the racism. They solved racism in that's the it. '60s. No more. We never had racism again. <laughs> that's how the story goes. The Corny goes. Collins show happens, yeah. and and Miss Baltimore oh. Krabs is like. I hate this. And she's like, Amber, come with me. And Amber's like, you're literally ruining my life and making me mean to all my friends. And she also sees a very handsome 
black man dancing and she's like hmm show me some of your moves and she's like I'm gonna go dance with all my friends and then she goes and dances and Miss Baltimore Krabs is alone to her racist self yeah and that's the movie yeah and then uh and then Nick uh Tracy and Link kiss that's it and they all live happily ever after a nice little button nice little button solving racism is just a full day's work yeah it truly is all you gotta do is just sing and dance a little get bit. Get him on the Courtney Collins show. That's yeah, it. that's all. That's all. That's the movie. Um, <laughs> I, it was enjoyable. I, I liked it. Love this movie. It was fun. Yeah. I think it's so great. I think it's so fun. I love all the music. Like I said, I saw the musical on Broadway. Um, I still have some vague memories. Again, 2007 was. Um, 12 years ago so you know my my memories are kind of not as good as they used to be but I remember really really loving it um and then this movie came out and then a little bit later I ended up watching the original 80s uh movie that it this is based on excuse me which is a John Waters movie uh John Waters used to make all of these outrageous comedies that were um very racy and very gross this very like he had a very particular sense of humor and he used a lot of uh a lot of his storylines were very gay friendly and he Ah. used a lot of um drag queens specifically his main drag queen was divine you were telling me about this before divine was i think that hairspray was the only movie that divine wasn't the main character Hmm. he loved her she was great divine what played edna in the Hair, in uh, the original Hairspray movie. Uh, and Divine, if you didn't know, is the uh, the inspiration to the design of Ursula from Little Mermaid. So if you literally put the pictures of them side by side, they look they exactly do. the same. The face, yeah. definitely. And John Waters himself actually makes a cameo in the movie as the flasher who lives next door. Which is such a lovely cameo. There's the flasher who lives next When it happened, I was like, oh my god, that's John Waters! <laughs> <laughs> And then later, the original um, Tracy from the 80s movie uh, makes a cameo as one of the the talent agents. The scouts. Yeah, yeah. one of the talent scouts. Um, This movie's great. It makes me very happy. I think my only criticism, I have a couple criticisms. One of them, I didn't really like John Travolta as Edna. I just, I really thought, and this is going to sound crazy, but, like, I just really thought it was such a low-key performance for such a big character. Mm. Like, the way that he sang as her was very, just, very... My only way that I can describe it was very sweet and very nice. Yeah. It was always kind of in, like, a hushed tone. Yeah, it was always very, very cute and sweet. And mm-hmm. I feel like he could have gone much bigger with it. Because Edna's such a big character, both literally and, you know... Yeah. Yeah. In the in the context of the of the film. I didn't like that. I also thought that the colors were very muted in this movie. And I guess I'm coming from the musical, which was very brightly colored and very campy and I, I read, think just a background. A lot of the background or like extras yeah, had muted colors. It was very muted and I felt like it was it kind of like dragged the main characters down a little bit. Like even in Welcome to the Sixties where like Tracy and Edna are wearing like these pink sparkly like dresses i felt like because they were in such like a grimy background mm-hmm. that like they didn't stick out well enough they were just kind of like blending in with everything else i don't know i didn't like it i like the brightly colored 
bubblegum camp of like the original musical but i i did read i think that they wanted to tone down the campiness oh yeah but this is at the time where musicals were trying to be cool again Mm -hmm. so like around the high school musical time chicago even like mamma mia stuff like that they they weren't like let's just go all out and be crazy like not to bring out cats again Ooh. but cats is like we're here cats is like we're gonna be fucking crazy and just do some weird shit like I think they were still trying to be like musicals are very cool and we are cool and edgy like even doing fucking hairspray which is the campiest like show you can find but. Those were my criticisms, but overall, I really like it. I love the story. I I think I, my big criticism would just be, um, they really just like glossed over or dumbed down, you know, what was happening in the '60s. Yeah, it's, like that. Even all, all like uh, the protest itself, we don't see any repercussions of. Yeah, it. in and the original musical, after, I think they went to jail. I think everybody went to jail. But the the song right after the protest, where they have they're in the car, they're all happy singing like yeah. To, if they get caught, they're going to jail. Yeah. They're going to get beat and it's a worse. very It's a very so they gl- happy look at racism. Yes. That being said, it does have a good message of, obviously, you know, don't, don't be racist. Yeah. I do like the, the fat positive yeah. message. I like that nobody... Like, yeah, okay. Every, obviously, the villains of the story are, like, bringing her down because she's fat. But she... Tracy herself is never like feeling bad about how she looks, you know. She's mm-hmm. also she's the one who's raising her mother up and being like, "Who cares if you're fat? Welcome to the world. This is the real. This is modern times. This is the modern sixties, and everybody's very cool. Like very cool. Everybody's very cool. I like it. This movie makes me happy. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I think it's now time to call a fat friend. <laughs> oh God, I hope she. I hope she answers. Does she know? No, she doesn't. Oh god, I hope she answers. Hey! Hello? Hi! Hi! Hi, Gina! Hi, Gina! How is- Hi! How is everyone? Good! Did we wake you? No, I dropped the, like, piece of my nose ring, and I can't find it. Oh, no, that sucks. Did your guinea pig eat it? I hope not. Guys, we have an announcement to make. Oh, yeah, Gina, we're recording the podcast We're recording right the now. podcast right now. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. Our, fr- our friend Gina was supposed to be on this episode. However, a big thing happened. Her guinea pig had babies today. <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed right now. Gina's, Gina's a, a, a guinea grandma. So yeah, very very briefly, tell us what's happening yeah, in what's your life. Yeah, what's going on? Um, oh, I found my nose ring piece. Oh, good news. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. <laughs> um, I'm a grandma to three. Um, I got a new job. Ooh. Um, Ben's here. Say hi, Ben. You're on their podcast. Hey. Hey, Ben. So the guinea I don't pig. Know if you the, can even hear him. Yeah, we got you. But the yes. the baby little pigs are good. They they are good. And I was like, not like I was surprised, but I'm like, there's like a high chance they die in like oh, wow. birth and whatever. That's good. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little grim for this podcast, but um, they didn't die. Yeah. 
they didn't and there's like a one in five chance the mother dies but <gasps> she didn't we're good okay right. there we go congratulations no I didn't even know what was happening. I was watching Home Alone, and then I just looked over, and there were, like, all these little babies. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. Now, Gina. Yeah. uh, What are your thoughts on Hairspray? I I love Hairspray. (laughs) Yeah? So much. It is absolutely – I mean, like, I don't – I watched it, like – obsessively like I was like a little obsessed with hairspray when I was little um so like I was like that weird girl but I um <laughs> the weird hairspray girl yeah I was hairspray there's horse girl and there's hairspray girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I performed yeah. you can't stop the beat in the sixth grade talent no fifth grade talent show Aww. and then I saw hairspray on Broadway it was the first Broadway show I ever went to and then for the sixth grade talent show, I was like, hmm, I need to perform another song. Um, and I know all of them by heart and back- backwards. I love that. I love the movie so much. Um, I have no idea what your opinions are on it, but I love this movie. I love this and movie, too. It I'm was sad. good. Oh, thank God. Yeah. yeah. In sixth grade, I wanted to do another um, Hairspray musical song for the talent show. But then I wanted to do a more serious one on a more serious note. And I went with... Um, um, you know, Spring Awakening, Left Behind, which oh. is the song. Oh, that's so different from Hairspray. <laughs> it's literally a song. Just for some perspective, if anyone doesn't know what it is, it's literally a song sung from, so this guy's son kills himself. And it's just, like, all about how he didn't, like, he, like, should have been more of a father to him. And that is the route I went for for the sixth grade talent show instead of hairspray. Definitely not a hairspray like song. No, it's not. <laughs> well, um, I'm glad. Twelve. Oh my god. I'm glad you like the movie. <laughs> I love the movie. It's yeah. so good. What do you? Mm-hmm. What do you? So I was saying that I I I wasn't a fan of John Travolta's version of Edna and I thought that he could have gone bigger with it because I also saw Hairspray on Broadway and I liked the guy who played Edna and I thought it would be a bigger character so I don't know what your thoughts are on that yeah that's fair especially because like he's like playing across um Nikki I can't think of her last name but the girl who plays (laughs) Nikki Blonsky yes exactly and she makes the character so vibrant and, you know, wide-eyed. Yeah. Ben just looked at me and mouthed, John Travolta. <laughs> I don't know what the context is. <laughs> yeah. they, he, you know what? He's being helpful. He knew. Yeah, he knew. Thank he you, Ben. Loves, loves John Travolta. <laughs> um, my personal favorite character in the entire show is Penny, played by Amanda Bynes. Yes. So good. Yeah. I wanted to be her. I, I don't want to be. I mean, let me make this very clear. I don't want to be Amanda Bynes, like current state <laughs> Amanda Bynes. She's doing better. She's recovering. She's trying. But when I was younger, that was like oh, yeah. my oh, yeah. idol. Like that was what I aspired to be more than anything. Oh my, she's got such a good character. She's so fun, but, like, she's small, but, like, like a smaller, like, a supporting role for sure, but, like... Fulfilling. It's such a... For whatever reason, everyone loves that character. It's more true. Than Everybody wants to be Penny. 
everyone. It's so, she's so cute. I also, I have to give it up for Penny's mom. What a character. What a character. <laughs> she's a, so great. a kook. A kook. Oh, no, what's a, the word? A kook? No, what's the, a like a, a crazy person. A kook. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. I was right. <laughs> Never mind then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, Gina, thank you. I just wanted to get you on for a little bit since you couldn't come here. Thank you. This is such a surprise. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> Do your guinea pigs have names yet? Um, no, but we want to name one of them Toots for sure. That's a good one. I like it. Thank I you love very it. much. <laughs> I think you should name one of them uh, 2007. Oh, I was—I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna call it. I was gonna say name one Penny, but that okay. also—that's a better name. She's <laughs> she is right. That is a much better name. We have Toots, Penny, and two thousand seven. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Gina. Goodbye. Love Thank you, Gina. Bye bye. Bye, have Ben. A day. You how, too. How do I ben, end I this? Say bye. 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 There we go. Yay! <laughs> I'm so happy. We got to talk to her. Yeah, that was lovely. That was lovely. And now it's time for our other little segment <laughs> where I get to read some Amazon reviews. Woohoo! Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. I, the SpongeBob musical yeah, came yeah, out yeah, last yeah. weekend and then I saw it the weekend before mm-hmm. live, so it's, it's just, a big musical month. It's, it's on my brain. Amazon customer, unnamed, says, No hairspray. I paid to see a hairspray, but instead I got a four-minute clip of John Oliver? I demand a refund. (laughs) Nothing brings me more joy than these reviews of people who paid for something and got something wildly different. Edith Wolf says, one star. Don't remember buying it. (laughs) That's it? Yeah. That was it. One star. My memory is terrible. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I were to rate my memory, it would also be one star. Amazon customer. Very disappointing. Oh. I tried watching it, but all that came up was like this four minute clip of some dude. Really disappointed. Wait, are you saying that multiple people are getting John Oliver clips instead of hairspray? Megan Foley says, this sucks. I want my money back. Rented this movie and kept playing the same John Oliver clip. This sucks. I want my money back. CJ, no, no, no. Are you kidding? Another review from Amazon customer says, not hairspray. We got the John Oliver clip. (laughs) What? What John Oliver clip was it? David says, 99, but all that kept playing was a stupid John Oliver clip. Oh my god. I rented this and paid the $4.99, but all that kept playing was a stupid John Oliver clip. I have tried all my devices, but I get the same <laughs> four-minute clip. I want my money back. Oh my god. What the fuck? E. Hale says, It is not showing hairspray. <laughs> I wanted to watch it last night, and all it kept doing was some John Oliver thing. <laughs> Where is the movie? Could you fix it, please? Holy shit. That has been <laughs> the one star rev- reviews. I cannot believe that. <coughs> I want to know I want to know what the clip was. I mean, listen, if I were to order one thing and I got a John Oliver clip, I love John Oliver, but 
That's such a weird specific glitch. How's that happen? I don't know. How do you how do you go on Amazon, rent a movie, and it's just John Oliver? A four minute clip of John Oliver. Like that's on HBO. That. that <laughs> how does that happen? That's so weird. It, this is such a um, wholesome, funny bit of that... just someone buying a DVD. Or renting it on Amazon, and it just not being what they it's ordered. It's just not being what they ordered. It never gets But the old. fact that it happened to the, the same thing happened to multiple people. <laughs> John Oliver's like, mm, yes. Uh, uh, well, the thing is. My plan. The thing is, I'm trying to think. Because mm-hmm. John Oliver does do these bits where he fucks <gasps> up things in real life. Oh my god. So I'm trying to think, like, did he do this on purpose? Is this an on purpose bit? You think it was that, an inside job. That I just don't, I can't. I can't remember. Like, for some reason, he's like, for the next year, any time you'd like to watch Hairspray, you're going to be getting a clip of me. That was a bad John Oliver accent. It was, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. It was not good. But you tried, and that's Thank what matters. I was do- I've been doing so many accents today that yeah. like, they're all starting to run again. <laughs> you're definitely carrying the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Um... So the budget was $75 million. It made $202.5 million. Box office fucking success. It got really good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and all and on that, such and such. But I want to talk about how I totally, my brain did not realize that the song Mama, I'm a Big Girl Now is not in the musical. Mama, I'm a Big Girl Now. Hey, Mama. Say, Mama. That's like one of the most famous songs from the musical. And I completely forgot that it like, wasn't in this movie until we were watching it and the credits came on and they started singing it and my body was like it's now time to do a choreographed dance number and I said why and suddenly vague memories started flashing back she stood up I stood up and I was like I feel like I have choreography to this and I started vaguely doing it and I was like I feel like I, and I feel like I did it for some sort of performance at some point because I have, I have a memory of doing it in like three different groups on the stage. And I remember some of the choreography. And then like five minutes later, I go, CJ, I'm pretty sure I was wearing a wig. (laughs) And he's like, right now? And I'm like, no, in this vague memory I have, I'm pretty sure I was wearing a blonde beehive wig with a pink bow but the thing is it wasn't like a good wig it was a wig with a strap for your chin <laughs> what yeah like a hat what yeah a helmet yes like a helmet i don't i don't know and i texted my mom about it and she's like i don't remember a wig i'm like there was definitely a wig that's crazy yes so i don't remember when i did it i'm thinking sometime in middle school um i have when i because i did theater and dance for so long that i have a lot of i guess like choreographed dance numbers in my subconscious ingrained and sometimes like when i hear those songs like specific songs my brain is automatically like it's like my body like 
You're a sleeper agent yeah, for dance. Yeah, I really am. I think I am. Because, like, my body will tense up and it'll be like, it's time to do something. And I'm like, what are we doing? And my body's, like, moving its hands. It's like, we're doing this now. And I'm like, oh, I remember this from my freshman year dance recital. You're, you're giving me some dangerous tools, Alexa. <laughs> oh, God. One phone call from your mom and I can just make you do any dance move <laughs> at a touch of a button. Well, listen, you already know that George Michael's faith gets oh, me. Yeah. Not faith. Uh, not faith. It's uh, you gotta freedom. Have faith. It's freedom. Freedom. Once I hear dunna dunna, dunna yes, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where am I going? Where am I going? I gotta, I gotta change really fast in the dark. Um. All right. I like hairspray. It was a good one. It's a really good one. Does it deserve to uh, dethrone Enchanted? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I really love Enchanted. I would say the only thing that I that puts this. Above Enchanted is there's more musical numbers. <laughs> okay, that but, makes me happy. But as the best comedy in 2007, I would Enchanted has more I would funny. Say, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I don't know. Some final thoughts. Nikki Blonsky was great. She played Tracy. She had no prior experience of dancing or singing or acting. Wow. Yeah, she just went to an audition. I think she was from either New York or New Jersey. That's awesome. Yeah, and she got the part, and then she got to. French with Zac Efron on screen. The dream, really. What a, truly a dream. <laughs> um, love Christopher Walken dancing. CJ didn't know that Christopher Walken was like a dancer. And I'm sure first. not a lot of people do. No, not a lot of people do. He was like a tap dancer, which is hilarious when you put it in the context of Peter Pan Live when he played Captain Hook and they dubbed in tap dancing noises because he literally wouldn't tap. The man couldn't care less. And he has this like specific move where like, obviously this is an audio medium so you can't see me doing it, but he like sways and moves his arms. I love it. Every time he does it, I'm like, oh. Christopher Walken's feeling himself. This is the move. (laughs) This is the Christopher Walken move. So anytime I see him dance, I'm like, oh, he's in in the zone. There you go. He's in it. So yeah, we're in agreement. It's not going to be the top movie. No. But it was a fun watch. It was a fun watch. Makes me very happy. It's a a feel-good film about racism and fat phobia. And then next week? It's it's time. Memories. All alone in the moonlight. Cats. I can't. Cats is upon us. I can't. I'm gonna. Have you to can see, and you will. I'm gonna have to see a naked Idris Elba cat. Twice for me. Twice. Um. So that has been every comedy in 2007. I hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys have really enjoyed this musical mania. The person we had a phone call just before is Gina Royale. The Gina Royale. She's the one who sings our intro, her song 20-something off her album Yellow. Please check it out. Please it check is it awesome. out. And you heard her personally. She's a total cutie pie sweetheart. And so. she has to take care of like yes. <laughs> four times, maybe five, like yeah, four times more now guinea she, pigs than she had. Yeah, now she's got three more mouths, to, three more guinea pig mouths to feed. So, you know. You got to support her. Send her money randomly. Oh, yeah. Just do it. Do it. Just do it on Venmo. <laughs> Thank you. And while you. you're at it, send us money. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it on Venmo. Do it on Venmo. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, what are our socials? Our socials are every two thousand comedy on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yell at me to post on it more. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that it's there. And tell us what you want us to watch after Cats, because yes. not only are we going to be in a new 
mind state, but it's going to be a new year. And a new decade, New decade! A new decade. 2007 is going to be 13 years gone by now. Wow. In just a couple weeks. Wow. Yeah. All the movies are going to be in their rebellious teen periods. In their rebellious teen stage. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Oh, God, I'm not. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us if you're excited for Cats. We're scared. <laughs> and if you're a friend listening and you want to be a guest on this podcast, let us know. Yeah, let us know. If you're a stranger, well, stranger danger. But if, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're our friend and we know you personally, you have our numbers already, so <laughs> give us a call. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I think it's time to go home. <laughs> we'll see you here in 2007. CJ, tell us more about detention. (laughs) I I never was in detention. No, you just did chaotic things. Oh seven.